Welcome to Two Filthy Nerds. Because we're filthy. And we're nerds. And there's two of us, you guys. Hi, how are you doing? We're doing good, you guys. I'm doing good. I guess she asked how you guys are doing, and I just interrupted. We are coming to you live from the Stark Industries break room, where we are interns. It's fucking Marvel season, bitch. But you won't get to hear any Marvel shit until uh, the next episode, because... You know what we're doing. You know what this is. We're running. We're running. Mouse. We're running something. What are we running? Our filthy mouths. Our disgusting our fucking filthy mouths. little little cum dumpster mouths. Do you kiss your mother with those lips? No. When's the last time you kissed your mom on the lips? Ew. You did it at some point. Remember when you were a little kid and it wasn't creepy? What? At what age? This is what no we were running point our mouths about. Was I that level of affectionate with my mother? Never. When you were like five, you didn't I mean, go good night, mommy. That I remember? No. 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 I had like, I was a kid who had like the fear of God in me. Yeah. I wasn't like, uh, oh, that woman's warm and fuzzy. Oh, my mom was hot and cold. There were moments, and then she would switch on you. I haven't yeah, kissed my mom since, bipolar. yeah, I haven't kissed my mom since the time that I was giving her a bunch of kisses as a very small child. And then she went like, enough, get off of me. And I was like, oh, your mom is <laughs> such a character of a human being. It's kind of wild. Yeah, she is. A, she's a human cartoon. She really is. Okay. Let's get into it. So as you know, as you maybe don't know, maybe you're not watching. Maybe you've never seen the Marvel movies. Maybe you're not going to watch them. You're just going to listen to our review of them. But a uh, big part of the opening of Iron Man, which we will touch on more in our next episode, is there's a whole weapons situation. Mm-hmm. They, they got weapons. guns. Yeah, Stark Industries uh, is, uh, is a weapons yeah. manufacturer. Yeah, and you know what else is a weapon? Iron Man, the whole person. He is a, he's a fucking weapon. So we are talking about everyone's favorite lighthearted subject, guns. Guns. <laughs> ah, I love them. Well, you just went to a shooting range. So that's why yeah. I, I mean, like, okay, so let's talk about it. Because we, uh, I mean, there's a lot of people, it's it's a divisive issue. People are very split on on their guns. Some people think yeah. nobody should have guns. Uh, I'm of the mindset that, like, little bit, I, I think we need better regulation of who has a gun. But mm-hmm. I also am like, yes, in a perfect world, I think no guns. <laughs> but you're not going to get all the guns back. So now I'm like, well, I think everyone should maybe have a gun. If they're, <laughs> if they're listen qualified to have a gun, I don't know every, but th- see, that's that right there. What you said qualified to have a gun. Well, let me, that ask you. is what we don't determine. You went to a gun range. Mm-hmm. What was that like? So do you just show up? So the gun range that I went to was a, a BYOG. Bring your own gun. So it's not Bring like a roller skating gun. rink where you just come and go like, yeah, I need a size yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No. AR 15. There are guns like that. I need a size AR-15. That's so fucking funny. Um, uh, ranges? Gun ranges like that? There are gun ranges where you can rent guns. There's gun ranges where you can demo and then purchase. Um, Have you been to any of Vegas. those? Yes. There's one in Vegas called Range 702 that I went to right before COVID shut everything down when I was in Vegas. And uh, that that gun range is like, it's incredible. But they are very, very like, you have to come in there with ID before they even like hand you a gun. They run a background check in the computer. Okay. 
So it's very, everything's very, very uh, calculated. Like no one, they're, they're not fucking around there. Well, because you're uh, renting their guns. So then like they're renting, somehow exactly. liable if something happens. I mean, they're liable sign a form. If you, even if you come in there with your own gun, they're still liable. But they're just, they're, even if you come in there with your own gun, they still run a background check. They still require license. Oh, so you and can bring your own gun. It's like rollerblades. Yes, you can you bring, can your, bring own. your own gun. And then uh, one thing is that wherever your gun is registered, it has to match the address on your ID. And that was the case both in, um, that's the case in Vegas. And it was also the case at this particular gun range that I went to. Wait, you got, you had to, you, oh, if you had a gun, you so, have to show the registration. Yes, you have to show the registration. But what did you have to do? You, so you were using I didn't someone have else's a gun. gun. I was using my friend Jamie's gun. Um, but they didn't, did they, they actually didn't check for, uh, did they ask for to match ID or anything? They, they didn't check. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, they didn't check to match that the gun was registered to her. What did, did they, they, check they were only going to check her regist- gun registration if she was buying bullets. Uh, oh, so to buy bullets at a gun range, you have to show proof of registration to a, per- to the address on your ID. But at this registration, if you at, at this gun range, if you bring your own bullets, you BYOB. You BYOB. You, what do you just pay for the lane like a bullet? You pay alley? for the lane. You you pay to rent the lane. Mm-hmm. So someone could just go rogue and like shoot up that gun range. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And they wouldn't even know who that was because they don't ask for anything. Do you get an ID when you get a lane? They got her ID. They didn't get my ID. They asked for her ID and not mine. And they don't background check you. I mean, they obviously nope. didn't ask for your ID. So they don't know nope. that you're not like a raving I could lunatic. Be a fucking, I could be a, a loose cannon. Yeah, they I mean. They didn't check. You could be a loose cannon who knows that your ex-husband is at that gun range. Uh-huh. And you're going to totally, go loose cannon on it. That's, mm-hmm. what do you, how did you feel about that? I mean, I was excited about it because I was like, ah, one less thing for me to do. But then <laughs> I, eventually, it's just, it's me. I'm so lazy. Uh. But yeah, I mean, I thought that was kind of weird. It just felt very much like I just rolled in off the street, even though I had someone with me who they did take her ID. Um, So I guess they're like, well, we did the due diligence. If the other one goes crazy, we'll be able to track her. But they didn't do a background check at all. No, Um, but I guess it's like they probably assume, well, if they looked at they looked at her registration. No, they didn't even look at her registration. See, I would they think were only gonna, they were only going to look up her registration if she if got she the bullets. bullets. See, I would think the due diligence would be to go like, well, at the very minimum, if this person has a gun registered to them, they must have passed a background check um, for someone. Yeah. I, it, it, it really felt very... Um, let me put this into perspective real quick. Every, that parking lot was full of the most expensive cars you've ever seen. And then the other cars were cars with like Trump 2020 stickers. Ah, that's, that's interesting that like that disparity, because I, the most expensive cars you've ever seen, I would go out on a limb and say probably more Republicans than. I mean, I'm sure it was a lot of Republicans there, but like if you saw just like from face value, everybody was coming in a very wide range of people. You know, there was like there was like a pod of like Asian businessmen who had like the fanciest fucking guns you've ever seen. That would their spread was like you've I mean, 
all of their guns were like beautiful. They're just like top secret. Yeah. Like cool and guns. And then there was like this like that old grizzled guy who had just like a just like a uh, like a little uh, hand like a, like a col- revolver like a Colt 45 kind of gun <laughs> shooting his like just his just old like, ass gun and he was like pew pew so basically if you bring your own bullets you can go to target practice with in theory an unregistered gun that you stole from someone mm-hmm. yep well that's interesting did you ever do you know anything about Michigan laws I know in Alaska they do background checks I went with my friend to buy a gun once and they take your ID and they like run it and you can't buy another gun if you've bought one within a certain number of days there's like (laughs) which I don't know I'm like so I don't know the laws for background checks for buying a gun I would hope there would be background checks what's weird to me more than anything is that there aren't tests you have to pass to buy a gun like a like a psych eval any test there's no test like I, you don't need a license you need a license, license don't you but is it just like no you don't need a license oh i thought you needed a gun license no there, oh. i'm sure there are some states that have it but you don't have to like when you're when you're in michigan when you turn 16 you can start driving so when you're 15 you start taking driver's ed where oh. you get your driver's permit so first you get your permit And you have to go through all these things to get your permit. And then when you turn 16, you take the test to get your driver's license. And it's like you have to take two different fucking tests just to be able to drive a car when you turn 16. But to drive a gun, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. And that is what's crazy. Is that Um, just anyone? I mean, that and kids. And like, which one is worse at this point? Uh, by the way, so funny. Uh, kids, always the worst. Uh, uh, one of our patrons who's in the chat, uh, he, wrote, he wrote, guns will have more rights than women in this country if the GOP has its way. Uh, I, uh, I agree with that. Yeah, it's because guns, guns don't run their goddamn mouths so much. They shed their <laughs> damn yappers. Do you, you okay. know what? And they, they're good at job completion. It's, it's, I mean, it goes on. It, there's like those two ends of the spectrums of like, Everyone's going to take take away all our guns, but then like yeah. nobody like, should have a gun, really. I mean, he, okay. No, I mean, if here's you want to have a gun, you can have a fucking gun. But there's got to be some fucking rules. You got to take classes. You I think so. To. Yeah, there's someone in our chat John said that where he lives, he had to take a hunting safety course to get a hunting permit, but hunting is specific and that's more about hunting the animals if I'm in Alaska at least than it is about having the gun. And then in Alaska, you can you can open carry or concealed carry, and it's like the th- here's the thing is that it all it, like people want it to be black and white, and we exist in this like unfortunate gray area where like in a perfect world, it would people wouldn't feel like they needed a gun to feel safe, but the fact that people feel like they need guns is like part of the problem mm-hmm. and then it's like, well, what do you you, you know? No one's going to believe that if you're like, everyone just turn in your guns and now none of us will have guns. It's like, oh, we're just going to trust that everyone does that instead of like one guy having a gun. And by the way, people get mad about at rednecks for this. But like, I also, I mean, I'm grew up in a redneck state or whatever. And I very much am like pro heavier gun laws. But it's also like, yeah, no, I don't. I like people always go like act like you're a tinfoil hat conspiracy theorist when you go like you know I don't want all of our guns gone and the and the military still has guns I don't like I don't like I don't trust our government 
and I know also, I sound crazy to a lot of people, but as you like, said earlier, there's no, that the box, the Pandora's box has been opened with guns. You're never getting all the guns back in the box. You're just not. There just has to be fucking rules. There has no. to be a universal set of fucking rules that everybody fucking plays by. Yeah, that it's just like, just don't, because it's like a, if a mentally ill person shouldn't be able to walk in and get a gun, but then it's like, how do you determine someone's mentally ill? And then it's like, is every place selling a gun need to hire a psychologist who evaluates yeah. someone before they get a gun? And then, hey, honestly, what an opportunity for job creation to be the hired psychologist at a gun place you know what i mean but, but it should that should be a government a government like a like how there's a dmv you should have to go to a government institution and get evaluated because here's what i know because because the government here's what all the rednecks are thinking and on their behalf the government is just gonna say nobody needs a gun <laughs> but here's but here's what i think is then fine an independent council but here's Here's what I think is fucking crazy is like, what if you go in there with a stack of cash and you're like, here, turn a blind eye to this bribery. Yeah. But then it's like, well, there has to be a law in place for X person and X person to be held accountable if they, you know, you're always going to run into like criminals trying to get around something. I like someone in our uh, live stream chat said like a history of domestic violence is a good place to start. I agree. It's like running a criminal background check. But how do you know someone's not like never had a criminal background check and now they're in a crazed manic episode. I shouldn't say crazed. It's disrespectful. But like and it's they they have snapped so to speak to quote the show on Lifetime. It's hard to tell but it's also like uh, it's also like this is completely different. I I mean there's people Here's the thing is that, and maybe someone in our chat can attest to this. I don't know if uh, our resident farmer, John, lives somewhere like this. But I remember in, in one of the many times gun chats have gone, you know, have gotten in the, like, sphere, the Twitter sphere, the conversation as they often come up because they it's an ongoing thing. Someone, some man had got quoted saying, like, well, you know, I live... He lived in the Midwest and he's we he's like, we have wild boars that like can come and attack my farm and my animals. And people were like, oh, yeah, like all these like all of my like super liberal friends that live in like Los Feliz apartments, which I do, too. So fucking stick with me are like, oh, yeah, oh, 45 wild boars. They thought it was so funny. And it's like, yeah, there are real. That's a real thing, though. That's a real thing. Like, and really by happens. the way, like we don't exist here in Los Feliz drinking $8 coffee because nobody ever used a gun on a wild animal. Like ev- like evolutionarily, we we would not be here. Couldn't agree more. So it's like, I I mean, I agree. It just fucking background checks. Let me, let's get off. Of it. It's a little heavy. Let's talk about the fun shit. How did it feel? It feels so shooting fucking a gun? good. It's wild. It's like it is. So this was my third time shooting a handgun. My first gun I ever shot, I did the Israeli army boot camp when I was in Israel when I was a kid. Um, Israeli army boot camp. It's like <laughs> they, yeah, it's called, they put you in like, like the space camp version of the Israeli army. No, but they actually put you in real boot camp. For like how long? The boot camp. I did five days in boot camp. It was hell. It was how not old easy. Were you? It was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. I was 17. It, one of the hardest things I have ever done in my life. And you volunteered for that. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's so, it was so much fun. I, and we had, we were on like army time. We had to do everything. We had to do like exercises. I got into trouble. I had to run every single night because I was running my mouth. They're like, this is what would, <laughs> yeah. exactly what would happen if you were in, in the army. Anyway, so th- I got to shoot an M16. Um, and I ended up being really, really, really good. 
And one of the things that they do in the boot camp, that's where they do your like evaluation of like where they would put you if you were actually doing the army and the Israeli army in real life. Wow. Um, and so mine would be, they were like, you would be on a shooting team. They're You'd be like, on a shooting team. A like a, oh, wait, yeah, like, like a sniper or like infantry, like yeah. going in. You were a sniper. Uh, 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 I would be a sniper. I would be like specifically taught because I already had the ability to like hit the target for the, like right out the gate. And they were like, oh, with like lots of training and practice, they're like, you would be in the sharpshooter. You'd be in a sharpshooter category. You're a sharpshooter. That's, I mean, I was like, I don't, I don't know how I am just that good at shooting. It, it, it's not something where I'm like, well, you know, if you have hand-eye coordination, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, and then... When I started the, this is, this was my third time shooting a handgun. Um, and I'm, I am like really, 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 really good at shooting a handgun. <laughs> like to the were You were like hitting bullseyes? Bullseyes. Yeah. Tons of them. Let me ask the, you for, this. My first shot, I hit a bullseye and there was this old man sitting next to me. He goes, uh, you just hit a bullseye. And you're like, yeah, isn't that the point? And I'm like, yeah, he goes, he goes, wait, how many times have you said, you said you've done this? And I was like, this is my third time. And he's like, wow. And then I just kept like crushing it. Let me ask you this. How many, uh, how many men at the range were like, that's pretty good. But, uh, let me, let me teach you a few things. Um, just so you know, at two different times, men came up to us, um, my friend Jamie and I, and were like, you know, you should do this with your stance, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I'm sorry, sir. I'm literally hitting the bullseye. Yeah why are you telling me what to do? Like, I didn't ask you. I, he was, a guy was walking by. I wasn't like, excuse me, sir. Could I get some pointers? He was like, if I could offer some guidance. No. And I was like, the, that level of mansplaining to me was so special. But it by the way, so man, fucking good. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, by the way, man, if you see a woman doing something cool and you want to connect with her because you find it attractive, just tell her she's good at it. Maybe ask her for some tips. Like you don't have to feel like, I think if there's some sort of, bio, I don't know if it's biological or like societally ingrained that men feel, I think like I, like I am fucking annoyed by mansplaining, but I have this sliver of empathy where I think they think that's what they have to do sometimes. That yeah. they're like, I have to give advice. And is that a and biological like, thing or is that Social society? probably. It's probably social, but like it's definitely social, but it's like, yeah, you don't have to do that. You can just, be in awe of a woman doing yeah, something Yeah, yeah, you want to know what you can do? You can just watch and not say anything. Yeah, I don't go in the kitchen and try to tell Andy how to cook the sausage better. You really should yell at him more. Andy, if oh. I could offer a little advice and then the ke- kitchen blows fire. But anyways, telling us how I you will- feel. Tell us how you feel about it and then we'll get out of here. I will say this. I will say this. It feels so fucking good. It feels so fucking good that I was like, not everybody should be able to have this. Because um, of how good it feels. Because of how good it feels. And it was it was in that moment uh, when I was there the other day that I was like, oh, I understand how a school shooting could happen. Jesus Christ. Because I was shooting that target imagining it was every man who's ever wronged me. Yeah. And could you imagine the unbridled... Uh, I mean, a, a kid who has access to a gun with a lack of emotional regulation and yeah. like especially someone whose like feelings have been hurt. We all fucking... Kids go crazy in middle school. Like literally. Well, here's the thing. And like, this is obviously like a dark thing to say, but like this, this whole conversation is fucking dark, but like there, they, there is scientific evidence that as part of human growth, when you're around like 14 to 16, your brain does like an overhaul. 
It's yeah. like it's like a reconstruction part of your brain. And it's like a lot of the like decision making. It's why kids are so like rebellious and do stupid shit shuts off. And I think that's the other thing is like gun safety. Like if yeah. you're a parent, don't just think that like oh, my kid's cool. I can they can know where the shit is like. Be aware that it's a, an extremely dangerous thing and fucking talk the, to your kids. The guy, the guy next to me who was shooting, I saw him do a really interesting thing. He, the where, where he, how he keeps his gun. And it's like, you know, everybody's like, well, if you keep your gun all locked up and the bullets separate, like, what if somebody comes in, you know, how are you going to protect your, you, the, the robber's not going to give you a chance to like put your, put your gun together. But it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But most people don't live under duress um, of the potential of somebody like bombarding in their house. Yeah. <laughs> but if you are going to uh, keep your gun, the way this guy, the way the guy did it was really great. So in his gun case, he had his, uh, he had the, um, the clip full of bullets stored, not, not full, 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 but there were some bullets in it full. So he had that stored next to the gun. And then the gun, he had this lock thing where the clip comes out of it. And it locks through the gun, and then you have to unlock this thing. It has a uh, a little like padlock on it. Oh, you have to get you have to have the key to the padlock to be able to unlock the gun to take this thing out, so you can put the clip in it. So I was like, oh, this guy has taken the the necessary precautions to make it so that nobody can just like open up his gun case and the gun case locked too, but nobody can just open up the gun case and just use the gun. Yeah. But he had it as ready as it could be to like. Um, but, but it's also like if you have something worth people breaking in and stealing, there's a lot more that they're going to have to get through than your door. And like you ha- also have probably yeah. good locks and a security system. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't imagine you're just like living in a box in a, in the woods. What if someone breaks sudden- in? It's like nobody wants your stuff, Jethro. Like no one's coming. Yeah. But <laughs> Jethro. Anyway, we have gone on a little too long and somebody mentioned uh, first person shooter video games in the chat. And I think that is a conversation for another time and we will have it. But for now, we're going to wrap the fuck up. Thanks for listening to us. Bumble about guns. Gun- Gunble. Gunble. See you next time. Love guns. Bye. Bye. This has been a Two Filthy Nerds production.